So now we can talk our shit a little bit, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> the thing is, I've been I've been listening to different people in you know in this medical field, and we only have a little more time left right now for the show, so I won't go too deep into it, but. You just know we're being lied to. We're being lied to when it comes to this pandemic. And I know a lot of us understand that. We're being lied to when people want answers on how to approach it. And I can't tell anybody how to approach, you know, how they're going to navigate their health, this shot that they want everybody to get. I see military, I don't know what percentage, but uh, a bunch of military are not having it. New York, they have that vaccine mandate. And a lot of New Yorkers are not having it. We're seeing how it's playing out right now. And you got to remember that this is a beta test state. There's a lot of tests being run right now. Even, I mean, I was listening to this lady, Karen Kingston. Karen Kingston, she's a former Pfizer employee. She's actually a Pfizer whistleblower. Folks, you got to go and just any content that you can find on Karen Kingston at this point, listen to it. Listen to what she has to say. Because Karen Kingston explains to us that... It's basically said and done. These people have already given themselves enough rope and dangled that shit around their necks and all but jumped. You know what I'm saying? All but jumped. And we're just waiting. They might have even jumped at this point. We're just waiting for the fucking noose to just tighten up around their necks. But the thing is... And this is this is one of my my great concerns at this point is that these people, you, you know, we had an episode called what was it? we had what was it the fucking fall of the elites or something like that or spawn song of the elites, you know, because at this point they just they they know their time is up. And so it's like they said, fuck it. And, you know, they're pulling out all the stops. They, 
when we saw this with the Epstein stuff, you know, John and I, we were talking about this from even 2019. Like, this shit said and done, you know? The, at this point, the evidence about these people and their child sacrificing and their human and body trafficking, that shit is public knowledge. We know about it. The... The level of corruption, it's already on record in court, and the judges just won't release the information. So we know that the judges have been compromised. You know, there are so many different lawsuits that we know that the banks have been laundering money, you know, for dr laundering drug money, criminal money, um, drug money that the government is laundering. You know, all this stuff is on record right now. Deutsche Bank, you know, J.P. Morgan Chase. You remember that big boat that got caught, uh, uh, that got stopped a year or two ago with all that fucking cocaine on it? It was a J.P. Morgan boat. Well, that makes perfect sense because we know banks like J.P. Morgan Chase launder money. And they launder drug money. And apparently they're involved in the drug trade. You know, so the these all this information is out there, and we thought, and and I know we talked about it right in PA. Thank you, and we talked about it last week on our nine eleven episode that the fire commissioner, and you know, it's not just the fire commissioner; it's also the um architects and engineers for 9-11 Truth, lawyers for 9-11 Truth, they're all coming out and saying that we think that there were explosives in the Twin Towers. Reopen that investigation. And in reopening that investigation, they're going to expose some ugly truth about the government's complicity in the actual attacks on 9-11. You know, Susan Lindauer, she, was, she had a gag order for a decade and couldn't talk about what she knew and how she knew about the planned demolitions in the Twin Towers, okay? So, and this is the type of information that it, it's already out there. So all this to say, whoever's in charge, whoever's running shit said, fuck it, run the pandemic simulation. You know what I'm saying? See if we can lock down this planet, which they did. They were able to lock down the planet. Now. Their timeline, the, the timeline's been accelerated. I know we did a show on that. I think it might have even been 2019 about the timeline being accelerated. Because, listen, even though we're in this global lockdown right now, when they're, you know, they're trying to lock down Australia and Canada and the U.S., their narrative is falling apart. Too, there aren't enough pieces in place to make this thing click the way they want it to. And, you know, I was thinking about this earlier, this pandemic that we're in right now. Hmm. Vido925, this is why I love you. She said, what a coincidence that on 3-25-2020, you of Alaska dropped their 911 report that proved explosives. What? 
Isn't that interesting? Hmm. I'm gonna have to look into that. Thank you, Vito. Thank you very much. See, this is what I fuck with you. This is what I love, y'all. This is why I love y'all because you know, uh, it's all of us are in this together, educating each other. Thank you for that jewel right there. So, and this is what I'm saying. So, you know, they hit us with this this pandemic, and I mean, we see right now that what they're calling COVID is is not like Ebola. You know what I mean? It's not. It's a pandemic, but eh, so is the flu. You know what I mean? So is cancer. So is obesity. But this one is being played up, and they they were able to lock down the country, the world off of this. Like we're living in some shit that has never occurred in the history of Earth ever, ever. You know, in an age of mass communication, where continents can get locked down, where people's mobility is so restricted, where we have, you know, digital monitoring of borders and people. And this is some X shit that's, that we're experiencing right now. And so with this pandemic, you know, we understand that it's got a 99 point something survival rate. And mind you, this is when you do, like, if you do the numbers on your own, you go to the world-o-meter and you look at the number of COVID deaths compared to the uh, number of people who have recovered from it. Even with the, the numbers that have been cooked, you know, they've been cooking the books, even with the numbers that have been fabricated, it still comes out to a 99 point something percent survival rate, okay? The, the treatments and cures that are available, we can't, listen, we can't call anything a cure because of the Codex Alimentarius, if I'm pronouncing that right, the Codex Alimentarius, that's a throwback from the Nazi days, y'all should look it up, the Codex Codex Alimentarius, that's basically the thing that says that nothing is a cure, that um, everything needs to be cataloged from food to medicine, you know, vitamins, minerals can't be medicine, medicines have to be pharmaceutically based and controlled, this type of thing. Food should be controlled. Cows should be given antibiotics and all kind of stuff. And if they're not given that stuff, then the milk can't be put on market. This type of thing, you know? Codex Alimentarius. It's the fucking, the, the complete control of our food and medical infrastructure. And this is the Codex Alimentarius that says that nothing can really be considered a cure for a disease. So that's why you hear doctors and people in the medical profession, they say, well, I can't call it a cure. They don't even know why they can't call it a cure. They just know in their medical studies that they're told that nothing can be called a cure, okay? So I'm using the word loosely now when I'm talking about these treatments that basically cure it. You know, you have the ivermectin, you have the hydroxychloroquine, you have, you know, vitamin D3, zinc, vitamin C, 
These are the things that help you fend off this particular pathogen, whatever it is, whatever you want to call it, this thing that they're calling COVID, whether it's just spike protein, you know, it's not even getting into if this thing is manufactured because apparently it is manufactured. Okay. You can go through the documents and see, you know, the, the gain of function study. We talked about that shit before it even hit the airways. We were talking about that from the beginning of the pandemic. Go back to our early shows, our early show, early 2020 shows where we were talking about the, uh, the gain of function study. If y'all need to go to that, but I think you know what time it is already. But we have all these treatments, all these effective treatments, all these effective treatments right now that are being censored and that are being taken off the market. Hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, those are antiparasitics. And, and it's interesting how the antiparasitics are also being used to treat this, you know, in other countries, in India. This lady, uh, Karen Kingston, was saying that in India, in a country like India, they eat ivermectin like it's candy. Why? Because they have, because of the level of poverty, they have a lot of parasites. And so you got to take anti-parasitics. But this medicine is, is really not dangerous. It's a Nobel Prize winning medicine because it's, from what I understand, it's naturally based. And it's, um, it just has so many uses. But this is the thing where you see they've done uh, studies with people, like not just and this is what they're explaining, not in vitro studies where they tested on cells, but studies on actual people, healthcare practitioners, people who, you know, whether they're sick or have been exposed to it or people just as prophylaxis. And it is 100% effective. Ivermectin has been found to be 100% effective. Why isn't this being flooded in the market? I just saw something the other day where... <clears throat> The uh, leaders of El Salvador, if someone is infected with COVID or they're found to be positive, the, they get sent home with a care package. In it, it has vitamin D3, vitamin C, ivermectin, um, and a bunch of other things just to help them fend it off. So this is the type of thing that's being done in a country like El Salvador. And no disrespect to El Salvador at all, but El Salvador probably doesn't have the money that the U.S. has or that Canada has or that Australia has or anywhere in the EU, but they're able to provide their people with this, you know, it's a little care package. It says, get well soon. We're going to fight this together. Some shit like that. You know, so all that to say, this particular pandemic is easily treatable. But the part that concerns me is what happens when they unleash some neck shit on the people. And I'm not, you know, I don't want to go negative, but I'm a realist and y'all know I'm a realist, you know. And this is the type of thing that I, I don't even know how we're supposed to prepare for something like that. What happens when they unleash the next shit? You know, they, right now they're trying to get the uh, military. They want to get um, po police departments to bend to getting this shot. You know, they want the NYPD to bend to it. 
They want healthcare workers in the state of New York and other states to bend to getting the shot. But why, why would healthcare workers not want to get it? Why would they go through the trouble of buying these fake vaccine passports to avoid getting the shot? You have to add people, nobody, the media is not asking the question. They don't want us asking the questions. What are they seeing? What are they experiencing that would make them not want to get it? Okay. So what happens now when they unleash something else on us? What happens when it's a natural disaster? You know? Um, good point. The doe said, I wonder that too, especially since they had just harvested most of our DNA. Thank you. And this, thank you. See, this is what I'm talking about. And this is, that was one of my concerns early on in this because Benjamin Fulford talks about how these people were going to unleash um, genetically specific pathogens. Okay. I remember he said that more than a decade ago. Maybe, a, yeah, more than a decade ago. And then when the Friends of David Goldberg stuff came out, he said the same thing, that they're going to release genetically specific pathogens. And I thank you for bringing that up, Vito, because you're bringing that right back around. They've been harvesting everybody's DNA. If you took a PCR test, yes, they harvested your DNA. Yes, they most definitely if because I mean I don't have the paper with me. I took one test. I took one fucking test, and I was mad about that test. And on that test, they said, "Oh yeah, by the way, we checked you for a certain genome." Um, damn, it was the I can't remember what they called it now, but it was a certain genetic marker that they were testing people for. So, yes, they harvested. They've been harvesting people's DNA. They know what makes people tick. You know, if there are people who they find to be dissidents or whatever, they could just unleash something that's going to affect them. You know, they could be looking for people who, I mean, it's to the point where people who have that kind of, you know, rebellious spirit, there might be a, a genetic marker for that. That surpasses all nationalities that they're looking for. It could be that deep and we don't know it. You know? You remember the whole fun vax thing? I mean, the, in the fun vax, they tried to say that was a, some kind of conspiracy theory. But the fun vax thing, they were using an, an adenovirus vector, an aerosolized adenovirus to basically infect people or vaccinate them against fundamentalism. That was the concept behind it. What's in the J&J? But a fucking adenovirus. And that not just breaches the blood-brain barrier, but that punches holes in the blood-brain barrier, okay? A, a lot of these, I think all these shots, all these shots punch holes in the blood-brain barrier through one mechanism or another, which is terrifying, you know? So it, who knows what's coming next? But it, it's it, our minds are caught up so much around this around this this virus but we're not thinking about what the next virus is going to be can we use the same tools to deal with it maybe not you know what happens if a natural disaster i just heard about this uh this fucking volcano 
um, in the Canary Islands. And um, you know, uh, maybe I'll 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 look at that. But we already know. Listen, it. I just remember hearing de a decade, two decades ago, that if a chunk falls off the Canary Islands, it's gonna cause a fucking tsunami that's gonna just swallow up the east coast of the United States. Okay, so let's say the chunk of that island does slide off and fall into the ocean, but the tsunami's not quite big, big enough. They'll use that um blast wave technology to create a real tsunami. <laughs> Valkyrie say, in your opinion, which is the least of the three? What, the least evil of the three? In my personal opinion, I, I wouldn't fuck with any of those. That That's just my personal, my most humble opinion. I wouldn't fuck with any of those. There's no least of the three. Like, if you mean the, the least evil of the three, in my opinion, there is no least evil. They're all bad. They're all wicked. They're, it's no good. Um, If that's something, and this is what I tell you, yeah, the least evasive, none of them are least evasive. All of them are incredibly evasive. All of them are, I mean, <sighs> listen, this is my thing. One, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a physician. Nothing like that. Yes, I deal with the medical field to an extent, but I'm not any of that stuff. I'm a massage therapist. And, I, you know, I'm a student of acupuncture, natural medicine, or all this other shit, you know? But I'm not a doctor. I know about little, you know, I know about the human body, though. But, you know, I would never try to tell people what to do. But I'm going to tell you my personal opinion. It, if you have not gotten the shot, do not let anybody coerce you into taking it. Only take that shit if you want to take it. Listen closely, all right? Only take that shot if you want to take it. That is extremely important right now because you don't want buyer's remorse from this thing. And there's a lot of buyer's remorse going on right now where people are just lining up and getting the shot and, and not knowing because <clears throat> people aren't being given the informed consent. The informed consent involves all the different i mean the the, th the thrombosis the um i mean we know about the bell's palsy we probably most people probably know about all the um all the thrombosis that's going around the blood clots different in the different parts of the body we know that the spike protein uh goes to different organs the kidneys the gonads, the ovaries, the heart, lungs, brain, spleen. Heard about that football player. I believe he was for the Jets. He, he can no longer play football because he had to have his spleen removed because of a rare blood disorder. You know, people who are getting the shot are coming out with all kind of funky shit. And we're told that even, you know, going from... Basically, winter 21 to 22, we're probably going to see a lot, of, a lot of death, a lot of disease popping off, and we're going to be told that it's from new variants. This uh, Karen Kingston, she explained that this shit is crazy. In 
was it uh, don't quote me on the dates but on the exact dates but in early 2020 early 2020 they had a vaccine for the south african variant of this disease that would emerge in early 2021 in 2020 it had a vaccine for the south african variant that would emerge in 2021 you tell me how something like that can happen Ooh, the employers mandating it for you Brother, like I said, I can't tell you what to do. I, you know, I can't. Everybody's got different circumstances. Just, you know, just know that you're making um, a serious decision for your life when you choose to accept something like that. Um, I don't think there is one that's less evasive. I honestly don't think so. And <clears throat> this is the point where if people do not want to get it, yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, um, yeah, for one thing, Sword said it, don't quit. Let them fire you. Don't quit. That's one thing. Nobody should quit their job over this shit. I'm hearing too many people quitting, and that should not be an option. Let them fire you, you know, but... And at the same time, you you have to start um, evoking your rights, your human rights. You, you start evoking your human rights, you know? Um, you have the Nuremberg, Nuremberg Code. You know, there, there's some um, clever language and again when it comes to that i would i would check out karen kingston and see what she's saying because she she used to work for pfizer and she understands the language because she's a basically a medical device expert you know she reads patents she knows patents and how to read them she said that when she read the patent for or something along the lines, when she read the patent or the two hundred pages for whatever for for the uh, the Pfizer for the um for the shot, she said she didn't know that somebody could cry so much. The fuck? And, and something else that's interesting is the two Pfizer whistleblowers that I've heard. That's that's Karen Kingston and Michael Yeadon. He was a former executive for Pfizer. They, they, both of them are like, there's a biological weapon. They're trying to exterminate people. Like other people will kind of dance around the edges, you know, <laughs> and not make that leap. The two Pfizer people, the two people who used to work with Pfizer is like, this looks like a biological weapon. This looks like they're trying to cause genocide. Listen, folks. Um, yeah, yeah, um. You know, these people, I, I believe there might be some lawsuits in the future for these people. And so, you know, for one thing, just hold out as long as possible without getting it. And like I said, if you do not want to get it, do not be coerced into it. We read the Nuremberg Code last week for whoever was on the listening on last week. Nuremberg Code says 
coercion. People shouldn't be coerced into taking a medical intervention. That's crazy. That's against their human rights. Now, what uh, Karen Kingston was saying that emergency use, uh, emergency use authorization, Congress, these cocksuckers in Congress in 2016, they basically wrote it into law that under emergency use authorization, informed consent goes out the window. Passed it. But Pfizer is no longer under emergency use authorization. Okay? So I guess informed consent is back. Now, another thing she said is that this is the way she explained it. She said that they are already in trouble. They have already have the rope to hang themselves. She said that, what did she say? For one reason or another, they cannot market their product. And that's why you see the only ones marketing this product are, you know, governments, private organizations, whoever's putting these ads on TV. But the actual companies aren't marketing these things. Because that's a whole other can of worms because they know they don't want to get in any more trouble. Let me see if I can pull up. I mean, there's definitely a pushback going on right now. And here we go. Boom. Number one in the Nuremberg call. I'm just going to read this part again because we read it last week, but it's worth reading again. Number one, voluntary consent of the human subject is absolutely essential. This means that the person involved should have legal capacity to give consent, should be so situated as to be able to exercise free power of choice without the intervention of any element of force, fraud, deceit, duress, overreaching or other ulterior form of constraint or coercion and should have sufficient knowledge and comprehension of the elements of the subject matter involved as to enable him to make understanding and enlightened decision. This latter element requires that before the acceptance of, of an affirmative decision by the experimental subject, there should be made known to him the nature, duration, and purpose of the experiment the method and means by which it is to be conducted, all inconveniences and hazards reasonably to be expected and the effects upon his health of person which may possibly come from his participation in the experiment. This is an experiment. This is, um, what did they call this one? What did Karen call it? First human test subjects. But the whole thing with that is, that I'll see if I can find the name for you and I'll put it in... You know, if, if you're in the group, the group, I'll put it in there for you. But the thing with this is she was saying they skip the animal trial. So when you do a first in human type of experiment, it's supposed to be, you know, usually they do like 10, 12 humans. This is over in this country, over 200 million, over 200 million people at this point. So we're not going to know, we're not even going to have real answers on the impact of this until, I think, I believe she said until 2027. 
2027, which makes sense because, you know, that's another six years before you really start to see. But she was explaining that we're already seeing the impact of it. People have gotten the injection. And this is according to Karen Kingston. Now, people have gotten the injection and they're feeling that chronic fatigue syndrome. She was explaining that that is because the, the, the person has already been injured by the shot and they are experiencing, you know, this is the signs of ongoing disease at this point. So, or, or, or chronic disease, something along those lines. It's not a good sign. Just put it like that. It doesn't just start or stop with chronic fatigue. Chronic fatigue is an indicator that there's something ill going on in the body. Okay. She even touched on the whole situation with Nicki Minaj's cousin's friend. She was saying that because she was, one of her products was Viagra, right? Because she worked for Pfizer. She explained that, that what Nicki Minaj explained, she said, Nicki Minaj said her cousin's friend got the shot, uh, became impotent. Yeah, I guess his testicles swelled, then he became impotent. No longer could get it up. Karen Kingston explained that's consistent with uh, vascular disease, where um, where a man has some kind of thrombosis, thrombocytopenia, something along those lines, where he has um, blood clots in his vascular system. His capillaries are exploding, whatever the fuck it is. When that's going on, one of the indications of vascular disease is impotence. You can no longer get it up. Okay? And that is consistent with the side effects that we know are from this shot. Listen, folks. It's time to know your rights. You know, I would start with the Nuremberg Code. Like I said, I'm, you know, I, I've been um, as much as I've been listening to, uh, yeah, shit is horrific. I know. As much as I've been listening to a lot of content, like I said, I've been listening to doctors talk about this stuff. Doctors and nurses talk about it really since the beginning, just to make sense of it. And now they're rolling out these mandates, and I just feel that. Whatever powers that be, they're willing to take that L because whatever's in store for them is way worse. And they want to get as rid of as many people as possible in order so that they can do their new world order thing. You know? Um, but it doesn't mean they're actually going to be able to pull it off because, as you see, they're, they're horrible at shit like that. Like... The plans never go exactly the way they want them to. They kind of sort of go the way they want them to. And they bank on people's ignorance to kind of, you know, fly under the radar with the rest. But they're really bad at this stuff. Shit never works out the way they want it to. And so, you know, I think we just need to keep applying the pressure and and be fearless in it like i said if you don't want to take the shot don't take it 
if you want to take it or you're riding the fence and you feel like, ah, it's all right if they change my DNA, go ahead and do it. Go be my guest. But don't take this shit and then regret it after the fact. I'm telling you, you're going to be mad. It's because this is like a fight for people's soul right now. Remember when Joe Biden was like, this is for the soul of this nation? Yeah, because they're coming for souls, goddammit. Oh, yeah. Pure Genetics. Yo, thank you. Pure Genetics said, I saw a video where a doctor showed the red blood cells becoming elongated and no longer circular. What this thing is doing to people's red blood cells, what it's doing to people's bodies. Yo. Sometimes... I don't know, y'all. Oh, yeah. Out of the blue, BMX says, I experienced the pain fatigue of Gulf War syndrome from the mandatory shot while serving. Right. The fucking anthrax vaccine. Like, yo, the things that they're doing to people. We've been living under a rogue regime for a long time. And they're trying real hard to make this rogue regime a global regime. And in a lot of ways, it is a global regime. But there's still too many people that are willing to push back and fight back. And part of the problem with that is... Those are the same people that they're going to rely on to enforce the harsh part of the New World Order. The New World Order is already here. It's been here for a while. It's the global regime of economic interdependence. But <clears throat> they, they need those same people to push the harsh part of the New World Order, the authoritarian part. That's their dilemma. Now... Without going too deep into it, you see China, you know, that China might be how they do it. China, you got a whole bunch of men that are, you know, they're hocking them up on on, on testosterone. There's so many of them compared to the women that they can't even hope to come home to China and get some Chinese boom boom. You know, they're in the military. They're just going to scatter them all across the earth. I mean, they bought up so much land in the U.S. alone. I have this video. Maybe I'll post it. Out of the blue said, those who didn't take it was a failure to obey a lawful order and other than honorable discharge for those who didn't take it. My Navy SEAL friend turned in his trident over back then. That's fucking crazy. It's crazy. And, you know, if someone gets, I don't know about a less than honorable, if someone gets a dishonorable discharge, that's a good way to fuck their life. But a less than honorable discharge, um, huh, Valkyrie said, so I had it, I was placed on 
hydrochloroquine, Z-Pak, and prednisone in two days were fine. Yeah, because that's one of the protocols for it. Right. That's one of the protocols for for um, for COVID now. Yeah, man, these people, uh, guys, folks, ladies and gentlemen, you know, it's war out here, and I feel like most most Americans, most people, don't hear these type of accounts. You know, they don't hear about the Gulf War sickness. That's like a thing in the past. They think people just think the Gulf War sickness that y'all are just crazy from. Who knows? You know what I'm saying? Like. We, we were never given enough information about what caused the Gulf War sickness. And, you know, for the ones who did resist back then, they were called, you know, militia, conspiracy theorists and all kind of shit. And they were bastardized by, <clears throat> you know, the, the Waco, Texas standoff massacre bastardized by the Oklahoma City bombing, you know, things like that. And same process is happening again. That's just their way of hiding the truth and hiding the evidence. Shit is sad, man. Shit is fucked up. It's fucked up. New York Times... Thousands evacuated as Canary Island volcano erupts. A volcano on the island of La Palma spewed lava and smoke, prompting an evacuation of thousands and forcing the Spanish prime minister to delay a trip to New York. Shit. A volcano erupted Sunday on the Spanish island of La Palma spewing lava and a thick column of smoke and prompting the authorities to evacuate thousands of residents from nearby towns. It just goes on. Yeah, shit is fucked up. Um, huh. Sword says, Kaz, if it keeps getting worse in New York, would you consider leaving if Biden starts knocking at your door? Absolutely. Absolutely, man. Fuck this shit. I'm not with this, like, because you you know part of the problem, and I know a lot of y'all can identify with this, is like, I don't know, I'm just, I'm not the type to just roll over, and and that's, um, that's a problem with, not, it's not a problem with me, but it's a problem with authorities and the powers that be, like. They don't want people like me around. And I can't help it. It's just who I am. It's just my nature, you know? And I know a lot of y'all can um can kind of understand that. You know, it's not my nature to run, especially when I feel I can win. You know, I'm I'm not I don't scare easily. And no, no, I'm not just going to roll over and let someone abuse me. I'm not. I don't believe in that shit. And, you know, I don't I don't know what to tell people. Because there are a lot of people who, who are able to roll over like that. That shit, like, 
I'm just not built like that. And I know a lot of y'all are not built like that. So it's it's kind of a difficult situation because what do you do? And, and the elder earlier was talking about it like someone whose spirit is broken is a different type of person. You know? Um, and I hate seeing that shit. I hate seeing people who who have gotten their spirits broken. You know, I don't I don't want to go in too deep about exactly how I am, but nah. Nah, you're not just gonna break my spirit like that. Nah. You're not. And I will say I encourage y'all to be like that. You know, like you have to. And this is my opinion. You have to. It's almost like you got to already be dead. Already have lost everything and everybody. Mentally, you know. Because then you're more dangerous. And this shit is sad. In a way, because the type of people that we're dealing with, they, you know, they're they're empty. They're empty inside. And so they don't care about you know family. They don't care about your family or your friends or your community. They're going to keep putting the pressure on just so they can break people's spirits. But if you have people whose spirits can't be broken, it's like, uh, what do you call it? (laughs) When an unstoppable force reaches an immovable object, what happens? Um, out of the blue BMX, yeah, we're we're gonna holler at you, man. Um, Valkyrie said, so the group my employer mandate vaccine or apply for a religious exemption, but to get that, you have to have a board with HR to determine the validity. What about a medical exemption, huh? How about that? What about? I mean. Listen, you have, just look up serum sickness. Look it up. Look up serum sickness, okay? See where that takes you because you might just be allergic to the contents in the shot. You might be allergic. Six docs. Those doctors are cocksuckers. They're, they're a waste of a fucking medical education. They're a fucking waste. You got turned down by six doctors. They, they are a fucking waste, my friend. Ugh. All these people are 
see, and this is what I'm saying, and this is this is what I'm trying to say. Like, where you have these type of people who are easily broken, buck broken. Those are the type of people that we're dealing with. You have these power elites, cocksuckers, who don't give a fuck about us. They don't. And you got all these buck broken individuals who, you know, were at the mercy and the whim of them. This shit is disgusting. This shit is disgusting, you know? Um, you want to tell it says, thank you, sister. She says, you can always say you are medical exempt if you have underlying health challenges, autoimmune issues. Hey, uh, I say try it all. Um, I would even say get tested out for specific. See, there's two things. Listen very carefully. I'm going to say it one time. Get out your pen, paper, notebook, whatever you got. Polysorbate, polyethylene glycol. See if you can get an allergy test for those things. See if you can get an allergy test. On the CDC website, it says specifically, if you are allergic to those things, you should not get the shot. I don't know. I mean... Uh, just like uh, you want to tell it said, uh, if you have underlying health challenges or autoimmune issues, that might work. It might not, but it's worth a shot. But the thing is, if you do not want this thing, do not let them put it into your body. My body, my choice. Y'all remember that shit? Damn, Valkyrie said, try those avenues, all six refused. Yo, these people are treasonists in the end of the day. Those type of doctors, those aren't doctors. They are violating the Hippocratic Oath. They, they want people's backs against the wall at this point. Because if you can't get a doctor to give you an exemption, a medical exemption, then what good is that doctor in the end of the day? This is something that um, another one I've been listening to. I hope y'all are writing down these names. Dr. Dr. Catherine Parks, Dr. Christina Parks, Dr. Christina Parks. This is the sister. She was giving um, a speech in front of the Michigan somebody or other, whoever the fuck, Michigan legislators, and she was very eloquent and the way she articulated her points, beautiful, laser focused. So you have that, but then she has other things. She has interviews. She has a, a presentation she did right after that, I guess, where it's about 59 minutes and she goes through, yo, I'm telling you, she gets in that ass. I posted about 15 minutes of it on my page. It's one of my most recent videos. Check that shit out. But... She was explaining that these doctors, most of these doctors and these medical associations, they get their funding from the NIH. NIH 
And I said, whatever, that Dr. Fauci is the head of that Dr. Fauci is the fucking man, okay? Um, so they're not going to push back too hard because they don't want to lose their medical licenses, okay? This is what I say. All these motherfuckers have been compromised. All these motherfuckers. Most of these motherfuckers have been compromised, okay? And the deeper you dig, the nastier and funkier it gets. Jeffrey Epstein. Even though he was a prolific pedophile and human trafficker, they, you know, and they try to say that, you know, they talk about the young girls or the young women that he raped and trafficked. It, it, was, it was more than young women. It was little girls and it was little boys. And he was, you know, offering them up to politicians and billionaires and people that would sail their fucking ships, their yachts down to the Virgin Islands and go fuck around on his island. You know what I'm saying? Like the, Jeffrey Epstein, if it wasn't for his most recent arrest, you might have been hearing about him now as, you know, billionaire philanthropist Jeffrey Epstein. Jeffrey Epstein was a science guy. He was a friend science guy, okay? Him and Bill Gates were buddies. Him and Bill Gates were about to go into some deep, intimate business relationship. Bill Gates was about to take money from Jeffrey Epstein for something, set up some kind of foundation. Jeffrey Epstein had uh, a, a Jeffrey Epstein, the fifth, the sixth foundation at the University of West Indies, science foundation. This is fact right here. This ain't no conspiracy theory. This is fact. He's a science guy, okay? Even if he wasn't a scientist himself, he put money into science, okay? This is the type of motherfucker I'm trying to tell you about. These, these, they, these are the type of people who are making these rules right now, okay? I know it's difficult for people to believe and understand. I've done the research. I've done the homework, okay? And I'm not saying y'all got to go down those rabbit holes. I did, all right? I found his page on the University of West Indies, okay? If... if and he was a pedophile. It was, he was a known pedophile before Bill Gates decided to go into business with him. And Bill Gates didn't go into business with him because motherfucker got arrested and died in air quotes. Okay. Sword, man. You said the laboratory of the world is in Israel. I believe that shit. I believe it. Mm. You know, so all that to say is these people are fucking psychopaths. You know, um, I've been reading this book about technocracy. Uh, I wish, just for y'all, just hold on one moment, my, my people. Because this book, Technocracy, The Hard Road to World Order, is an excellent book right here. Technocracy, The Hard Road to World Order is written by Patrick M. Wood. And, you know, it, it really uh, kind of helps helps to, uh, it, it lets us know where we're at right now, you know? There's so many things. He wrote this book in 2018, but it's so valid to where we are today. And I'm seeing if I can find because, oh, yeah, the technocracy. 
the Technocracy Study Course. The Technocracy Study Course was published before the end of 1934. It immediately became the touchstone for everything that followed. This 291-page volume was the master architectural document that not only defined technocracy, but also presented details on how to implement it. It was grandiose in scope. Now, this is from, he wrote this in 2018, okay? Um, I'm just going to read some excerpts from what this means. Oh yeah, Israel is almost 100% vaccinated and they're having they 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 it's a shit show in Israel when it comes to it. talking about all these break breakthrough cases and all this stuff. People, yo, apparently from the Worldometer says that that's the world ticker, you know, deaths and life and all that. The the day that they started their vaccination campaign, the amount of deaths spiked. Go figure. Go figure. I ain't make that shit up. Technocracy. Technocracy is dealing with social phenomena in the in the widest sense of the world. This includes not only actions of human beings, but also everything which directly or indirectly affects their actions. Consequently, the studies of technocracy embrace practically the whole field of science and industry. Biology, climate, natural resources, and industrial equipment all enter into the social picture. Technocracy is the science of social engineering, the scientific operation of the entire social mechanism to produce and distribute goods and services to the entire population. Science is, in dynamic sense, essentially a method of prediction. It has been defined as being the method of determination of the most probable. Now, peak game. Science is, in a dynamic sense, essentially a method of prediction. It has been defined as being the method of determination of the most probable. A scientist, my dear friend, is a man who foresees it is because science provides the means to predict that it is useful and the scientists are superior to all men. Okay? This, and this is what I'm talking about. So when you see someone like Fauci being hailed as some kind of God or like a Bill Gates, that is literally what technocracy is about. It's about, one, getting rid of capitalism that, you know, tech that basically capitalism is like a step, you know, that needs to be around until you can wipe that away for technocracy. Technocracy is the ultimate goal of the technocrats and <clears throat> scientists are the, the demigods of technocracy, okay? So you got people like Bill Gates, and you got people like the Fauci's, and you got people like, yes, your boy Jeffrey Epstein, because he was, you know, into science. Um, <sighs> I, I'm not going to read all this because it, it's about control. It's largely about control of energy. One thing it says, a continental board of tech technocrats would manage all economic and societal affairs according to the functional and service sequences defined by and run by themselves. Education would be transformed into human conditioning to prepare students for a lifetime of work chosen for them by the technate. This is like, like brave new world type stuff. 
If you never saw Brave, if you never read Brave New World or saw it, you should just, just watch the movie. It's made in 1980. Science and the scientific method would be the sole guide to decision-making throughout the technique based on collected data. And you always got to remember when you have these scientific, so-called scientific systems that are created, you know, this artificial intelligence, the thing about artificial intelligence is it's always going to be biased. It's always going to have the bias of its creator. So if the, the creator is a racist, psychopathic eugenicist, you're going to have racist, psychopathic eugenicist, artificial intelligence. And this artificial intelligence is going to continue to proliferate and self-proliferate and create more versions of itself. Whew. The fuck? God, what hath we wrought? Listen, folks, you know what it is. You know, just to reiterate the point, we don't know what they're going to throw at us next. Just be prepared as you can be prepared. Just like the Art of War says, though, when you're prepared, this is paraphrasing, but when you're prepared everywhere, you can prepare nowhere. So how do you deal with a situation like that? You know? <clears throat> Maybe it means being a little more proactive in our resistance to tyranny. You can take that how you want, approach it how you want, but we can't just sit by and let these people take away our rights, take away the rights of our fellow citizens, of our fellow you know inhabitants of Earth. Because even and especially when it comes to race, like yeah, we got our different racial issues, and at the same time. None of that shit matters because they are doing it to everybody in the end of the day. <laughs> they don't care. They don't care. And and we're all in this together. And you know, that's that's you know, it's probably for the better, but it's also the fucked up part. Because we're caught up think, you know, kind of worried about these petty differences while these people are, you know. The walls are closing in around all of us <laughs> in the end of the day. If you're in the United States, this, this, I mean, look at Australia, the open air prison formerly known as Australia. They, they're trying to do uh, <laughs> they're trying to do the same shit here in the United States. Thank you, Valkyrie said. Yes, there, there, this is not a race issue. It is a human issue. It's right. It's true. And, you know, pe people need to understand that. And, you know, we, we could talk about race another time, too, because that's a whole other thing. Because, it like, listen, when white America catches the cough, catches the flu, black America catches Ebola. That's a fact, too, you know? And, um, I mean, I've lived in places where, you know, places where it was uh, – predominantly white folks and they were under the impression that you know once society breaks down that the city dwellers in quotes were gonna uh make their way out of the cities into the hills and they would have to wage war against them well who do you think the city dwellers were that they were talking about it's people that look like me this is the general idea in places like that so you know 
you could call it xenophobia if you want, you know, the fear of the unknown, fear of somebody who's different. You know, that's that's enough. Um, so there's a lot of issues as society breaks down. There's a lot of issues that are, that are going to come to the surface, ultimately. And, you know, maybe society won't break down. Maybe, you know, we could beat these globalists at their game and all that shit. Listen, we're over here using their fucking Instagram and their tools and, you know, their internet and using their electricity. And I don't own a power station. <laughs> I got to work. I got to go to work, you know? <laughs> I got to pay bills to these motherfuckers, you know? So, uh, yeah, maybe we got to be a little more proactive with our resistance. And, and I don't know what that means. And that means something different for everybody. But I think it's important to resist in the end of the day and just communicate with people with like minds, you know? Um, if anybody wants to, you know, be a part of the larger conversation, definitely you can link me after, after this broadcast <clears throat> and we can talk. Um, got a lot of people in here who are part of the larger conversation and, um, you know, uh, we just got to continue to support each other. You know, peace, peace. Yeah, we just got to continue to support each other. Like I said, some people are in that conversation. And if anyone else wants to be added, let me know. Just shoot me a, a message and I'll add you in on it. <clears throat> and hopefully we can all come up with something. If nothing else, just know that you are supported in this and, uh, you know, you're not crazy. You see the writing on the wall and you're trying to, figure out a way to navigate this because these are crazy times right now. <sighs> Folks, thank you so much for tuning in. As always, just, you know, keep your head up. <clears throat> keep your head on a swivel. Definitely check us out at onthewakeupradio.com. Check out the um, our, our free speech social media platform, otwtube.com otwtube.com you know um <clears throat> create an account you know and, and you know continue to be a part of the conversation no one of us is greater than the all of us and what we got going on here it's a special thing this is our thing and you know, I think we're going to win this thing. It's just going to take some fighting. We're going to have to get our hands muddy and bloody, and that's just the fact of the matter. And, you know, hope everybody's okay with that. And and just lear learn our rights, you know. <clears throat> we have to start kind of advocating for our human rights, advocate for our human rights and advocate for each other because – you know, that old poem, you know, they came for the communists, they came for the whoever, and, you know, I didn't say anything, and then when they came for me, there was no one left to say anything. Well, that's where we're at right now. They done came for everybody, and now it's whoever's left standing in this motherfucker, okay? So, you know, 
do what you got to do to survive out here. You know, don't let anyone kick in your door. Don't let anyone uh, coerce you into getting experimental gene therapy. Don't just don't be coerced and don't break in this age. Okay. Um, shout out to all you that are tuning in. I love y'all seriously and sincerely. I love y'all, man. Y'all give me life every day. Um, Shout out to my brother John, couldn't be here tonight, but shout out to John, my co-host, Masonic Marine from the Truth Group Podcast. Um, shout out to super duper producer Cindy Ashby for bringing this all together. Thank you, Cindy, for creating this platform for all of us. You know, th this is a whole movement that's that started right here. We're going on year four. Can y'all believe it's been four years already? Four years, you know the um, <clears throat> the amount of interference. We, you know, fucking agents, provocateurs, all kind of shit. We've been fighting these motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, uh, get out of here. And we're still standing. So you know, I thank all y'all. Love y'all. Keep your head up. Keep your head on the swivel. May your wet team be sloppy on some Benny Hill goofy shit. Fuck them. <laughs> Tune in again next week for the most dangerous two hours in radio. On the wake up. Look it up. Flawed individual. Thanks for keeping the lights on, Deang. Cindy Ashby. On the wake up. You, the people, have the power. The power to create happiness. Let us choose that power. Let us all unite. Let us fight for a new world. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful. To make this life a wonderful adventure. By the promise of these things, brutes have risen to power. But they lie. They do not fulfill that promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. Now let us fight to fulfill that promise. OTWTube.com, uncensored free speech platform.